get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Down, down, down as Eckstein jumps it over to third. Tough play for Inns. Base hit at the stadium tonight. 2-0 pitch. Eckstein lines one into left. And it's a 3-1 game. Eckstein will dig for second as he delivers with two out. Off the end of the bat into right center field. Granderson falls down and won't make the play. Eckstein will cruise around second and hold at second. Eckstein flies one into left. Monroe is not going to get it. And the Cardinals lead it 5-4. With Brooke Grimsley and Kerry Davis, I'm Randy Carricker. It's Champions Week here on 101 ESPN. And one of our favorite champions is the MVP of the 2006 World Series, David Eckstein, who joins us now here on 101 ESPN, the the Cardinals shortstop uh, for those great Cardinal teams in 05 and 06, and then was also with the Cardinals in 07. David Eckstein, Randy Carricker, great to have you with us. Good morning. How are you doing? Doing well. I appreciate it for having me on. Hey, uh, uh, as a two-time world champion, uh, you know what it takes to win. If, if you could describe in a sentence or a paragraph what made that Cardinal team so good that allowed them to win the World Series in 06, what would it be? Um. I think the biggest thing was that we got healthy for the postseason because um, we were the best team um, through May in the major league. And all of a sudden we got injured and, you know, coming off of, I wasn't there in 04, but what they did in 04, then in 05, in 05 was a little bit of a letdown <laughs> um, losing to the Astros. And so I think we were just prime ready to go. And then basically walking into San Diego for the first time um, with the, with the regular, with the regular season lineup you know, from um, earlier on and everyone got healthy and at the right time. And, you know, in the playoffs, you have days off, which you can recover. And it was just, um, um, we finally were able to pull it all back together. So David, during that stretch in the summer of 06, was that belief still in the clubhouse? What was the feeling in the clubhouse during that time that you, you guys, were you expecting that result at the end of 06? Well, I can, I can tell you this, you know, personally, my thing was we we're going to be the having the largest lead in major league history to lose <laughs> and not make the playoffs. <laughs> so, so that I can tell you, I don't know what the other guys were feeling, but I was definitely feel, feeling that. And, um, and it was, it was such a relief, you know, when um, the Braves beat the Astros and during that final game on that Sunday <laughs> that we actually got in. So I think it was more relief. Um, um, as opposed to belief at that point in time, <laughs> because we were we were so oh we we would have gone down in history as you know the l- largest choke in baseball. <laughs> David, you talked about the '05 season and the letdown. You all had the best record in baseball. You lose in the NLCS to the Astros. What was that off season like in preparation oh. for the 2006 season? Um, to be honest, like I, I, I you, you sit there and after. It's kind of crazy. After winning in '02 with the Angels, you feel like every time you step into a postseason, you're going to win. Yeah, and and it's like a month of like you're just like don't want to talk to anybody. You feel like you've let the city down, and it was one of those things that um, you know you just felt so bad because, you, like you said, we 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 were the best team going in to the playoffs, and so um, I think we had something to prove the following year, 
and and you know you wanted to get back out there to be able to do it and you know we proved it the first two months of the season and then after that it was like hold on it's gonna be a wild ride (laughs) hey can you tell us when they told you that you were the world series mvp what was your emotion how did you react um i it was just it was truly like unreal because when you when you when you play you play to win the, the championship you know the world series and so it was just something that was just like a cherry on top and i and i can promise you at the time it really didn't sink in and because you you mean because all you cared about was the team and stuff like that now since retired you know what i mean it means a, a whole heck of a lot more you know especially when you go to do stuff and be introduced but at the moment yes. if you look at my if you look at my face i think you can see <laughs> the exhaustion because you go from the highest of stresses and immediately when wainwright throws that ball to end to relief like like uh, and you know and you're so like okay i can finally relax and if you see i'm sitting on the car you can see my my reaction it's like Oh, my gosh. David, what do you make of the current state of the Cardinals? And would there be any advice that you would give these players now? um, I mean, I I was very fortunate. I I was able to go on the uh, on and be part of the London series. So I got to I got to be a part and see, you know, some of the players and, you know, the coaches and and the executives and stuff like that. And the thing about it is, it's a long season. They're very fortunate to be in the division that they're in, you know? And, and so it's one of those things, you know, people need to stay healthy, but you never know. And then you just got to keep grinding. I, I told I mean, I was talking to Tommy Edmonds, you know, we had two eight game losing streaks during the 06 um, series. And it's like one of those things is like, you can't, you can't think about the past. You can't put yourself in the future. You just got to stay in that, in that day to day. And that, the only thing that matters is that game today. Because if you start looking at how far ahead, you know, the Reds in Milwaukee are right now, you're chasing the wrong thing. You just got to compete against yourself every day. And that's why I say stay focused on today. David, you talked about the highs and the lows of the of a regular season, of a playoff run. Can you describe the stress levels associated wow. with, with that playoff, with any playoff run where you're trying to – where the expectations are extremely high for the team? Yeah, um, my, my big joke is, like, if, if – if only games were postseason, I'd still be playing because it's, it's where you get that high. I, and so, so you actually love it. You I mean because you prepare yourself for the highest level of stress, and the highest mm-hmm. level of stress is the postseason. You know, and and the best thing about postseason is no one cares about your stats. Mm-hmm. All they care about did you win the game or lose. And so, so like it was something that like especially my type of game where it was more team oriented as opposed to focusing on myself to like to get my numbers. Um, it, it, was, it was, I had, I had the most fun. And that's why I was saying like you go into almost a depression after you lose because, because <laughs> you put so much onto it and, um, and you expect to win. David Eckstein, the 2006 World Series MVP with us on 101 ESPN. You were undrafted, and you did, as you mentioned, the little things that turn into big things. And it's not only not making errors, but it's making the plays that you are expected to make. Where did that come from? Because that was really the reason you made it, right, was because you did the little things. Well, I was very fortunate early on. You know, my parents instilled in me, you know, you're always going to work hard when you step on the field. My dad always told me you're never going to be the biggest, you're never going to be the fastest, and you're never going to be the strongest. But what you can do is outwork everybody. And then um, growing up as a kid, um, we had a coach that only focused on the fundamentals of the game. 
it was playing catch. You know, we weren't allowed to bring our bats to practice. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so, I mean, I truly learned the game at a understanding where everyone's supposed to be a responsibility, your responsibility on defense, and then just making the routine play. Because even in the big leagues, 90% of all the balls are, are the routine plays. Because everybody that comes up always asks me, like, oh, my gosh, like how hard was it playing the big leagues? I go, I go the, the great plays you see maybe twice a month, you know, where it's really outside your range, you know, and I go, and I go, it's the ability to make the play every day. And that was instilled in me at a very young age and the proper technique. And I said, and definitely that was the only reason why um, I was able to make it in the big leagues. And with that being said, as you watch the game now, and it's amazing that it's 15 years later, 16 years later, but if you had a bunch of guys that played the way that you do, it seems to me, David, that the other team inevitably is going to do something to lose the game. If you play the game where you don't give it away, you're going yeah. to come out on top. And, and you're starting to see that. I mean, it goes back to um, when I was when I was a little kid. We 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 modeled our offense on what made us nervous on defense. And now with all these new rules, you're starting to see. You're starting to see a lot more steals, a lot more action within the game, and you're and, and it's actually exposing teams that don't know that doesn't have the fundamentals to play the game the right way. And so I think the game's kind of going back to that, and I'm hoping it is because, like you said, if you have guys that understand the game and understand where they're supposed to be with these new rule changes, um, I think I think they're at an advantage over other clubs. I was reading about life after baseball for you and how you put your wife Ashley's dreams first, where she has a women's sci-fi clothing line. How is that going? That is good. And, and um, so um, we were very fortunate in 2000, at the end of 2016, to actually sell it to Hot Topic. She still consults for Hot Topic, um, and the brand is her universe. But we're very excited to announce as well that now she's designing, she has her own label at, at Disney. So um, wow. she designed Ashley Eckstein. So, so she has her hands in multiple facets of the design. And the thing about it is, as you know, when you, when you are, once you run the copy and you're handling the day-to-day, you actually lose a little bit of the creativity and design because you're worrying about other stuff. And now she's had the opportunity to go back to her roots of designing clothes. So, yeah, she's very excited. And obviously, and we hear the the PSAs that you do with uh, with your family's history with kidney problems. How's how's the family doing? Everyone's doing really well. Everyone's doing really well. Yeah, we, um, you know, the kidneys that my sisters and my brother have are, are holding tight. So that's that's very good. And then my nephew, who received one back in 2018, is, is doing well. And, you know, and so we'll have a couple more transplants coming up here in the future with a couple um, nephews. And so, um, but, yeah, everything's going well. Yeah, I, I work with MidAmerica Transplant um, for fansforlife.org. Um, and we're hopefully getting the word out to go sign up to be, be an Oregon donor and just try to help out. David Eckstein, we always love hearing your voice, uh, and you are renowned here in St. Louis. You'll you'll always be one of ours because of that that World Series, and you're such a good guy. Thanks so much for taking the time with us and reminiscing today. Oh, my gosh, I really appreciate it. Thank Mm -hmm. you for having me on. Take care. One of the all-time Cardinal favorites, David Eckstein, with us on Champions Week on 101 ESPN, 2006 World Series Most Valuable Player. Awesome, and that, the part really that he cool. said, you, when I'm introduced, <laughs> yeah. when you introduce, always, always. always. Yes. no doubt about yes. it. Yes. <laughs> uh.